What is up? Happy Tuesday. Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings. Use that code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Nicholas Moriano on a Tuesday. I have one important question to ask both of you as we start the show. Did you vote yet? I did. Okay, did you? Stephanie and I are doing it right after this. It's scheduled. It's scheduled today. You know what we just determined right here to start the show? What? Carm greater than Moriano. <laughs> Carm more focused. Carm out of the gates. Carm. Did you vote? Not according to that ping pong match. I nope, heard about lost, lost to Nick, yeah. but I mean, he's yeah. got a whole film crew in here. They were completely messing up my rhythm, and I blame them. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. I do weird. Though. The crew in here, it's, uh, it's kind of intimidating, you know? Yeah. I'm not used to having cameras on us. Wait a minute. <laughs> huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, I did vote mail-in last week. Good job. Lawrence. I, I uh, yeah, I also did the mail-in. I got to be honest. Uh, here's the thing about the mail-in voting situation. It's like going back in time where you got to fill out the Scantron. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking judges. And yeah. like... With the computer voting now, it's just kind of tap, 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 and you're done. Now it's it's kind of, it, you really got to you know circle them with the pen. It took longer, is what I'm saying. Okay, I don't know. I'm just saying. I like this, but then you can actually look up the mm-hmm. judges. You're not like oh well, you got in like a voting moment, booth where yeah. you're feeling yeah. pressured because yeah. there's a line. And you're like yeah. ah, sure, I'm sure that guy's yeah. good. And got, then meanwhile, you, you learn up. later that he like you got to so who knows. You, know. you got to look all that yeah. up pre pre it, ahead of time. Uh, I'm with Lawrence. It was a commitment, but yeah. it was it's a worthwhile commitment. Get out there, Thanks, get man. her done. And I would like to personally, uh, my polling place is in the South Loop on Indiana, and there was a blind man in there, and they took two election judges. They picked out a Republican, and they picked out a Democrat, and they both walked him into a booth to make sure he had was properly guided, represented, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, this is the uh, attention to detail that I appreciate about this great city that we get to live in. So that was pretty cool. Then I took him over into my booth and said, this is who you should vote for. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, And there it is. Welcome in. Uh, Please go vote, everyone, today before the day is over. We appreciate everybody doing that and tuning in today on the CHGO Bears podcast. I I can't let this go. Yes, James Orlando, you come on on Sunday. I will go 40-yard dash against you in the South Loop at our tailgate at Roosevelt in Michigan. Bring it on. Let's go. Absolutely, 100%. I don't know who you are, uh, and you barely know who I am, but let's do this. I'm down to do that, too. Like, I know I wasn't invited, but I want to do the 40-yard dash, too. So, there I just invited myself. I'll be at the tailgate, too. Are so. you in? Well, you guys you're going to be, you're not going to be there. No, but you know what the mark is. What, what do we, is no, 506 that, or whatever? That was 10 years ago. It was, it was 2017. It was four years ago. Four, five years ago. Five years ago. Math. That was your time? Yeah. Time? In 2017. We're talking about 2022. We got to get into the Bears because nobody cares about this. But I, we, your mark does not stand. That is a five-year no, ago that mark. That is a uh, career high. What, what, what do you mean it doesn't stand? It doesn't Olympic st- records stand. No, we you are have to beat the record. It's not your. It's not my fault. You got older. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not racing against. Edwin. You didn't beat me in 2017. You're not going to beat me in 2022. I, I'm not racing against Edwin Moses in '68. I'm racing against him today. Let's go. I was really talking to Nick. Oh. Nick's younger. You yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's, 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 that's fair. Okay. That's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Me and you are on. Carm's out here trying to erase Olympic records because they happened in the '70s. Let's go. All he says, James said, you don't want. The smoke. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, all right, James. Hey. You, well, we you just want James at the tailgate. Yes, it's yes. Uh, Sunday, 8.30 to noon. All you can eat and drink. Goose Island, Greenwich Farm. Am I the only one who looks at, like, the death. running emoji with the smoke coming out differently than most do? You think it looks like someone tooting? Yeah. Yeah. You and my daughter. I, I know I'm, like, a third grader, you, but that's... You, you <laughs> want to digest what Lawrence just said there because we are backing up our start time uh, from... To eight thirty. So the for and those Carm of you, will keep you locked out at the game. Yes, I I've was heard he did that I, before. I, I so. was on lock you out duty um, uh, last Sunday. I'm gonna lock you which out. Which perhaps I'll be on that again this Sunday. Let's go team. But uh, eight thirty is our start time. All right, cool. Let's uh, go. Be out there. Allchgo.com. Get get those tickets. Should be another fun week. We've had two awesome tailgates. I'm feeling another one this week. I'm feeling another Justin Fields. Knockout performance. This is going to be our best tailgate. We, we first two, we were we, we were we were moving. We were strong. We loved everybody, and we're going to take you up another whole level this Sunday. That's wow, what's going on. Level. 
That's what's going on. Wow. Uh, now, back to Fields. Yes, I can't believe that I just got to watch that game again. It was so fun. But what were you talking about? Sorry. No, he's uh, nothing's changed. He's still good. He's so good. Yeah. He's so good. When I was at he's so good at the gym this morning, you guys. Um, Do you like that QB slide? Yeah, we are over. I had the over under set at five <laughs> and a half minutes. He he made six, so he did go over on when Nick told you he went to the gym today. <laughs> well, okay, I did, but just watching all the TVs, there was a bunch of different just programs on there. It's like, is Justin Fields the Bears' answer at quarterback? Is Justin the best quarterback out of the draft class? And just. I don't remember the last time you can ever see a headline and it actually be true about a Bears quarterback having success. Like, Trubisky had his time in 2018, but none of those headlines said anything about, you know, him being the best quarterback or being a good an answer for the franchise. So it's been refreshing to kind of have that, that narrative go around for well, Justin Fields. Well, now you got talent evalu- evaluators, former coaches, TV analysts like Rex Ryan screaming on TV about, see, you take the guy with the most talent. How many times do I have to tell you that when you look at the draft, mm-hmm. you, you take the high-end guy? Uh, you, I wouldn't say he was ahead of the curve on that one, but he is screaming <laughs> now. Well, and then you had Michael Irvin, who literally just screamed for <laughs> 90 seconds. There, He's the greatest. There, you couldn't understand anything that was being said. But it was uh, it, it was, was entertaining. very entertaining. <laughs> he has not responded to me yet, but I'm, I'm working on getting Michael Irvin on the show. I was expecting an all caps response. I he, well, that didn't make sense, but with still a response <laughs> in all caps. He's he's he wants to be on the show. Okay. We're gonna get Michael Irvin on the okay. show. I can feel it. I love <laughs> the positivity. Also, uh, I'll 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 announce it when it's official. But we have some Bears guests coming up here uh, sooner than later, so I'm excited about it. There we go. I like it. Yeah, we're working. We're working hard behind the scenes here. Nick, uh, takeaways from Monday at Hallis Hall since you were there. Yes, I, I was there. Um, so we got to hear from Travis Gibson, Cole Komet, and obviously Maddie Reflus. Uh, just kind of going with Cole Komet real quick, you guys. Um, he was asked about what's kind of been working with this offense as of late, and still he credits you know that that rushing attack that the Bears are still being very productive in adding Justin Fields in there. But the first touchdown play that he had in that game, he said that was a play that we've been working on throughout all of OTAs. And to see it kind of execute from the blocking standpoint, Equinemius St. Brown getting all the way over from the left to the right to block downfield and then Justin Fields to, you know, give him a good pass. He's like, that's something that we, we've been working on. And then just to see it come to fruition, that's good for Cole Komet and just what he's been able to do these past two weeks. Three touchdowns, guys, the most out of all tight ends so far for, for Cole Komet. Travis Gibson, his highlights um, from his press conference is that he was asked about the hits philosophy in this these last couple losing these this losing streak that they've had. And he was asked, well, have you guys been holding up to the standard of the hits philosophy? He's like, not to the standard that we should be. So even though they're losing, he doesn't feel like still at this point that they're, um, you know, holding that standard that Eberflus is looking Wait, for. Wait, who said that? That was Travis Gibson. Oh. Travis Gibson. Yeah, I was going to say, because... Uh, Forget the, about the hits philosophy. How about just yeah. make a hit yeah, the, on the quarterback? Yeah, there you go. The Bears are now 31st in the NFL in defensive DVOA. <sighs> They're second, 31st? Second to last. Who... Is it Detroit? Um, Las Vegas is wow. dead last. The Lions defense is technically better. Oh, Should we have a DVOA fight right now or off the air? What do you do? What do you think? Why? Because here, you, you ready for this one? And yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I, I'm I'm ready. Uh, you too, Nick, and okay. and probably the entire chat. I am I am officially going. I think I'm waging war on <laughs> on on the. The, uh, there is a special corner in the world for like your smart football and Wooten smart football and Dan Orlovsky smart smart football. But if I but if I'm at the Bears tailgate on Sunday and people start coming up to me and they want to like break down DVOA because they want to sound like they're really smart at football, that's when we're gonna have a problem. Because I just <laughs> like it's just like does it, I just I can't I can't I can't 
I just can't. Like it's just a ranking system. It's not that hard to understand. I, the Bears but are nobody the really first ranked team in defense. That's that's say it like that then. Like his DVOA, his BABIP. Well, I have his, to credit the his, formula. His, I can't just outside. not credit. Why it. can't we just say his? Why can't we just say quarterback rating? His 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 perform- passer rating stupid. Oh, so passer is deep, but but DVOA takes what his defense, what the defense should be on the the teams they have played, and if you average it all together, and then you come up with this formula, and the Bears are thirty. It doesn't. It's not. It's it's not a perfect science. DVOA. No one said it was perfect. And and I don't. Like, when did this come into a thing that like literally now all Lawrence help me out here? The DVOA is like (laughs) something that is just I hear it five times a day. Uh, Am I alone here? I'd love to know what the chat said at this. I just, I just like to shout out to Babip, the uh, the baseball term. Babip yeah, I heard you say and that. And w- Let me ask you a question. WRC plus and I just name, name the top two teams in the NFL right now. The Bears and the no, Packers. No, no. Serious question. Who are the top two teams in the NFL? Chiefs and the Bills. Eagles. I'm going to give you another chance. Who are the top two teams? I don't in the think. NFL I don't right? think the Eagles are there. I'm not. I, that's how I. You. I don't. I'm not betting. Who on, has played the best so far? I'm not asking you who's going to win the Super Bowl. So who have been the two best teams? Who has Who has performed the best so far this season? Eagles and Bills. Thank you. Yeah, and what is it? What's they the are DVOA? one and two in DVOA. <laughs> who do you think the who have been the two worst teams? You could say three worst teams in the NFL so far this season. I'm not saying that the ranking system is wrong. Houston, Indy, Carolina makes sure. sense. Can we all agree sure. on that? I'm not. S- <laughs> that makes sense. I you not- are though. You're dismissing no, no, no. it no, no, as no, no, like no, no, not no, no. a thing that makes sense. No, 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 no. Just because no, you don't no, understand no, it. No, 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 no. I actually, I say for some, I do understand it. I, I do, for the most part, as much as anybody else understands it, it uh, with the exception of like Matt Bowen or whoever or or Arlovsky or give me. Uh, somebody, Adam Hogue in upper football levels. Nick, I'll put, throw you in there too. But I, I, I understand it. I'm just saying, like, there is a way in which fan. It's, I don't. I, everyone's trying to like show how smart they are at football. It's just underneath my skin a little bit. Can we just have fun? It's actually the opposite. This makes it really easy. It saves me a lot of time. In my, I, have to, I don't have to do my own research. I can just look at this every week. Right there. D- D- and credit Football Outsiders for doing a tremendous job. Thank you, Football Outsiders. Great subscription. Um, what, did you get on your, what did you get on your SAT, ACT, DVOA? <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> I couldn't tell you Does it yet. interest you that the Bears have the second hardest schedule remaining in the NFL? Yes, it does. It does. Oh, thank you for that DVOA. D- <laughs> You know what is okay? I'm going to segue off That's of that from football outside. You know what's, I, I'm with what, Gary what, in the chat. He says, "Explain DVOA in terms that Karma understands. It has to relate to Jordan and the Bulls. Yeah, <laughs> it has to relate know. to Jordan and the Bulls." That is an interesting way of putting it. I, I do love that you got Mike in there, but I don't think it's representative. Uh, look. What's interesting about that, as uh, Cody just walked in, he's wearing some sweet Jordan 4s, 87, 88, 35, yep. 8, and 8. Won the slam dunk contest. I don't care what anybody says about Dominique Wilkins. Okay. Uh, Whoa. What just happened? That was like he a just weird. just proved what Gary said. <laughs> I mean, it was, like, it was like his brain just like snapped into the, to Jordan. I mean, he's in, he's in rookie year, 28.2. Led the team in every single category. Let's go back to 84, 85, and I'll go to Chicago Stadium. Okay. I feel like if you're going to wear those shoes, though, you should at least invest in a comb. <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> Walk in during the show now on Cody blast. Has to come, now Cody has to come. Show you, you, you do have to if you can, Cody. Yeah, we'd Cody love to see you now. The, the fire kicks. You're fire. and I mean the shoes are just so damn awesome, amazing, and they and they pop. Cass Wild, you're right. I do. I just want to drink beer and watch the Bears. Um, wa- drink beer. You can sit on my lap, Cody, All if right, you want. Fair enough. He's wearing a hat. <laughs> I didn't know he was wearing a hat. The hat. Uh, the hat. Okay. Makes it okay. 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 So my point on you bringing up the second toughest schedule, I think we are at an interesting point in the season where I still, and I was talking about this yesterday, and I got an agreement from Herb Lawrence. Thank you, Herb. Who? Hey, tell me the Bears can't win four in a row from here. You can't. You tell me they can't beat the Lions and the Jets and the Falcons and the Packers. They're a two-point favorite this week. As far, uh, so they're, so the, these are winnable games, but you are sitting at three and six. You are, you're having the exact moments that I think a lot of us hoped that we would have. If they, hey, if the Bears are losing games 35 to 32 and Fields looks great, and, and this is a conversation that we had in July, then I think we're all going to be happy. And that's, it's, so it's happened, and now 
you kind of want them to continue losing games 35 to 32, so you end up with the highest draft pick that you can get, perhaps in the top five, and you had that dynamic of a player, or are we not there yet? That's what I get to with your toughest, the toughest schedule. Like that's probably a good thing, even though I'd like to see the Bears win. It'd be probably more fun for so. So for this me is and where CHGO. this is a very sport specific thing that I, I just don't believe in tanking in football. I I th- I think I think it's a sport where you have to learn how to win, experience winning. To f- I I agree that Fields right now is in a good place where maybe he's in a unique spot where the offense is getting better where he can feel like he's feeling more confident despite losing the last two weeks. But that's one guy on the team, and it is the most important guy. So I'm not disagreeing with that. That was we all said it before the season. It's the most important thing of the season. This is a great development from that standpoint. But if this defense continues to look like this against the Detroit Lions of the world, the New York Jets, who aren't exactly an offensive juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, look at the quarterbacks you have coming up here. You have Jared Goff, Marcus Mariota, Zach Wilson. Okay, if Kyler Gordon keeps popping up as zeros in my grades every week, that ain't good. Okay, these are important players, too. Jaquan Brisker, you see a lot of good things. You see a lot of times where you're like, why the hell didn't he break up on that break on that ball and intercept it? Like on the touchdown to Jalen Waddle. So just my point is that you might be able to get out of the season with a top five pick. And I also I still maintain my point. I, I don't I think if Fields continues playing like this, you're not gonna have a top five Real pick. Real quick, too. Like obviously there's a lot of draft capital and available just cap space that the Bears are going to have, but you can't replace the whole entire defense in one offseason, right? Yeah. You need to have guys that can rush the quarterback, and Travis Gibson hasn't shown that as of late. Dominique Robinson's still in his rookie year, but to your point, Adam, like there needs to be guys that step up, especially in these next three games that you mentioned, because the quarterbacks are going to play. You need to see something from this defense. You can't keep giving up 35-plus points and losing all these games. If Justin Fields is going to look good, that's great. But you do need some of these defenders to actually show that they're a part of the future here. Because right now, anybody that walks through that door in terms of who the Bears are playing, they're putting up points on them. To, okay. I am all in on it would be more important than the Bears losing games to get a higher draft position if you saw some major development from, let's pick Dominic Robinson, who if you watched him closely in the Dolphins game, he had no chance. He needs to get physically stronger. He is far, he is way away from doing any, doing anything, which the only thing he did do was hit to a three steps, three yeah, steps after he got rid of the football and, and got himself a personal foul penalty. So, and I like Dominic Robinson. I, I like the pick. I, I, I'm interested in watching him. However, it was not a good Sunday for him. But the other side of it, Adam, like, okay, Nick, let's – you know, Kyler could play well and Brisker can play well and Eddie can keep going. And you basically are just, I think it would be an upset at this point if you didn't really have to rework the entire defensive line with maybe the exception of my one guy, Justin Jones, or something like that, just a solid one guy in the middle. So would you rather, would you rather like the balls bounce the Bears way and they won or just sort of the key guys came out of the season with some some huge picks, some big hits. Brisker ends up, uh, you know. I, I, can I just be honest? I, it, I, I think, like, the whole, like, rooting for them to lose thing is one of the dumbest I don't know, but I, I'm not accusing you of doing this right now, but it's going to start happening the later we get in the season. It is one of the dumbest arguments in sports. Nobody is literally sitting there on their couch watching the Bears on Sunday in the fourth quarter hoping they lose. It's football. You Nobody does that. Even the person that, that says that the most, like, oh, yeah. Nobody was sitting there rooting. You sh- for, you, like, you, everybody in hindsight is like, oh, thank you for the ref for not throwing that P.I. I guarantee you that same person was going, that was pass interference. What are you doing? <laughs> nobody does that. You Hold on. I, I Poll for Bears fans right now. I, I That's gar- not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about in the moment, during the games, oh. nobody is rooting for them to lose. In hindsight, when the game's You're over, they might go, oh, okay, you know, yeah, Fields played well. I'm not too upset. Like, they get a better pick. 
Nobody in the moment is actually rooting for them to lose. You telling me that the people were not rooting in the moment for for Matt Nagy and company to lose games last year, so they would so the Bears would fire the coach. I swear to God, that was going on. Well, that was a completely different situation. <laughs> it's just the same situation. <laughs> no, they it's were, not. Nobody's. They were they were they're literally watching the game, hoping that the loser will get fired. Yes. And that I also happen. I would also make my same argument. I don't think in the moment when those games were going on on a bang bang play that they were rooting for the Lions over the Bears. I mean, you're really getting to the granular of the actual moment. But, mo- but nobody's but, but, rooting against them. Yeah, no, I, I got nobody does that. Oh, okay, I I, I got. Uh, I don't know. I, I I would say the vast majority. I'm, I'm not gonna say nobody. <laughs> but I, let me let me ask this. Let me uh, let me ask you this. What's would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather the Bears make the playoffs this year or get a high draft pick? Because it's not, it's not, it's it's a very low percentage. I don't know what exactly the percentage is. Four percent, five percent. Last week I think it was nine percent chance that they had to make the playoffs. So add in another loss. But the NFC sucks. The Bears have winnable games in front of them. Then they get to be a lot more unwinnable. But I, look, I'll just speak for myself. Yeah. I hope they make the playoffs. I think it's better for CHGO and <laughs> and life in general. And uh, that's what I'm rooting for. Yeah, I get to go to a road playoff game. There I'd go. I'd be down for that. Oh well, <laughs> if we're talking about our, ourselves personally, of course. Win football games. Win every football game. Yes, 100%. However, uh, I also would think it would be great for CHGO and us uh, if they win the Super Bowl next year or, or, have, just, or, or, or have a deep playoff run. And have a, this is another thing. Them picking between number seven and number, I guess if they're in the playoffs, you're one of the top 14 teams now, so you're – you're, you'd be picking Bengals eight, 18th at worst, if my math's right. Yeah. Bengals don't pick five, don't get chased. Do they? Are they? Are they in the Super Bowl? Probably that's a, not. That's a good point. Probably not. I mean, that's a good point. Good point. Yep. I, not, th- that was is Jamar that, Chase in the draft though. I I hope so. Somewhere. I mean, I'm, I am <sighs> not go ready. back into the draft and then the Bears pick him. Yeah, that'd, that'd be nice. nice. Use Jamar <laughs> Chase. Please come back for my fantasy team, Jamar. Please be okay. <laughs> I hate hip injuries. Yeah. A lot of hip injuries all of a sudden. Anyone noticing that? No, but we, me, me, and you don't want to have those hip injuries. And there's we got to get down and 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 have our uh, uh, stretch stretch lab. Oh, I want to do that. Yeah, yeah we're gonna okay. do that. Uh, I definitely they're not with that. us yet as a sponsor. So, uh, by the way, literally no one in the chat has agreed with you, Carm. Uh, everyone agrees <laughs> that you want to win in the moment. That's okay. And I can be on an island. People, it's not the first have, time. Yeah. Hey, an island. I'm not denying that when it's all said and done. Is it is it better for the long term future of the Bears between picking, let's say, third overall and losing in the first round of the playoffs? Nobody in their right mind would argue losing. In the no, first round of the yeah, playoffs. no one would argue that. Well, no one. Absolutely, would be better have the third overall pick. But nobody's nobody's really rooting for that. Nobody is. They might say they are. They hey. might say they want that. Hey. But no football fan is really sitting there on Sunday rooting because that means you're rooting against Justin Fields then. Correct. And for the record, as we all were on Sunday, I was nervous in the fourth quarter, which was awesome. And then when it ended and Equiminia St. Brown had the ball go through his hands and we sat here, it was like dead silence and I felt kind of physically sick for a second. And then about, you know, 98 seconds later, I was like, great game Fields, I'm ready to do the show. Let's go. But, but real football talk, too, for a second. Like, at some point, Fields is going to have to make and – and I'm not putting it on him like some people have. He, In my opinion, he made the throws that need to be made. But when you see on every single football game you watch when it's late in the fourth quarter – and a team is trailing, and they go, Matthew Stafford's had 40,000 come-from-behind victories or whatever it is, Yep. and Tom Brady's had this many, yep. and they put on the stat, Patrick Mahomes, go-ahead drive Sunday night. This is his, you know, whatever number it is, I, I forget. Like, that shit matters. Mm-hmm. Greed. You, 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 don't, you have to eventually do that. And, and, and so, I again, in, when it comes down to it, would I rather see Justin Fields – Go down the field and take the lead, and win that game. Well, yes, I would. Because I think I think it has I think it has benefits too. Who's the best quarterback in the NFL? Justin Fields. Who's the? <laughs> who's, okay, Mahomes. that was a joke. <laughs> Let me rephrase. Who's the second best quarterback in the NFL? <laughs> My point is that Trevor Simeon. 
So, I, I, did you watch? <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so it's Bears, it's Pat, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Right? Okay, right. So, yeah, just yeah. I'm just saying with like, what does Patrick Mahomes do? Oh, they're terrible all of Sunday night, and they're down 17-9, and then it's all on the line, and then somehow, someway, I have something I he, wanted. He just picks up insane yardage at. I almost, I almost called you Sunday night. Oh, oh, and okay. Uh, my so point you, is that it'd be sweet to see Fields do what just yeah. what, what Mahomes did on Sunday night and win the actual game. Yes. So you got to watch the Dolphins Sunday, and uh-huh. then you went home and you watched the Chiefs. The fourth quarter. Is your opinion still that Patrick Mahomes doesn't miss Tyreek Hill? I okay. So I didn't. I only saw the fourth quarter, and uh, I did. I did. I, I never said that. Yes, you did. No, no, no. I I didn't say he was. You're gonna, like you're like they don't exactly miss Tyreek Hill. Okay, I mean we can, we can't just pick out every one little comment that I say and just <laughs> that, that, that's, yeah he that's, says a lot of shit that's 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 not fair because I actually I actually think the Chiefs do miss Tyreek Hill and I think it's I, also as good as Patrick Mahomes I think that's gonna be their downfall in the playoffs I mean Tyreek Hill well they don't I they, they have a magician at quarterback and he can pull some things out with whoever the hell's running around out there but like you can't tell me that. You really cannot tell me that McCall Hardman is even in the same stratosphere. You no one's no no one was saying that, and I wasn't saying that. All I was saying is that Patrick Mahomes is really good. I don't expect the Chiefs to fall off a cliff because they don't have Tyreek Hill. What's the Chiefs' record? No, true, they're not going to fall off a cliff, but I don't. That might be the deciding factor, I, though. If I had a pick right now, I would not pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. No. So. Who are you picking? Bears. <laughs> I do like when Ho goes into complete Bears meatballness. <laughs> You're never not rooting against him. I mean, we're definitely rooting against him with John Fox. Tell me where we're... No, you're not rooting against him. You may get joy out of the moments where he challenges a play at the goal line that turns out gives the Packers the ball. <laughs> that was amazing. And then you celebrate it, and even on November 7th, 2022, you tweet out that gift because it's the greatest thing that the internet ever invented. <laughs> that was good. It's a good one. Yes. Okay. Uh, I actually made that gift, by the way, not the internet. I think I've made two gifts my entire life. One was John Fox looking so confused on that challenge. The second was some weird thing Dan Bernstein did once in some video. Okay. Uh, those are the two gifts I've ever right. made. It's kind of a big deal. You've made two gifts. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, can we talk about whose spot Byron Pringle is taking, Gary? Because you're my guy. Uh... Good question. I do we have to do we? I had a fever of flavor of Pringle. Uh, you know, is he taking someone's spot? Yeah, is he taking someone's spot? Like, can we just cut him? Thanks. <laughs> Good effort. You had a weird press conference to start the year. You've you've had a never-ending calf injury, and I, I don't know. You, they're not. I don't think they're taking EQ out. Are going to take out Dante Pettis? You can't take out Pettis right now because he's returning kicks for you. I mean. Uh, or returning pumps right now on the rest. blocking Nikhil Harry didn't have as good of a game as last week. I, I mean, maybe it's Nikhil Harry. It's probably the that's probably the pick. Man. But they don't. They're not going to want to do that either. I don't yeah. know. And I I agree with T three P. I like Pettis. Pettis has played well lately. I that's a. Are you going to get more from Pringle? I I doubt it. They, I, they, I, okay, I, you can activate him. I'm not saying you don't activate Byron Pringle, mm-hmm. but I'm. I guess I'm not completely sold. He's active on game day. That's right. I mean, it yeah. is. I, I don't know. That's you've got you've got the land of the mediocre right now. That and like, what's your flavor? Yeah, really. Exactly. I mean, who gives you more at that position? Well, uh, if he does play, I can tell you though. And, uh, maybe you want to do a little prop bet on a. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's go, DraftKings. Probably not. Probably not. I'm not Byron Pringle. <laughs> no, you but s- as the uh, as as Fields and this offense gets going and all this excitement and you know it's. You can make every play feel that exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. There are unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet, get $200 in free bets if your team wins. And in addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. 
All right, you guys, I got to tell everybody about Athletic Greens. With one scoop of your AG1s, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. This mixture of ingredients helps your immune system, gives you energy, and improves your focus, and that's why I take my Athletic Greens, and you should too. What's awesome about Athletic Greens is that it costs in less than a cup of coffee a day. Also, it helps support better sleep quality and recovery, which we all definitely need. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. Super simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Bears Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Bears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. I can't believe his camera crew was not filming that. That was a solid ad. It was really good. It was, it was excellent. It was really good. Um, There's one question I want to answer uh, in the comments. Someone's asking, why are we not giving Isaiah Coulter a chance? He had a great preseason. Cut. It won't get any worse than it is now. Uh, Isaiah Coulter is a member of the Buffalo Bills. Ooh. Wow. Yep. I liked uh, the concept of Isaiah Coulter on some level. <laughs> the con- <laughs> concept. I like the concept <laughs> of Isaiah Coulter. Yeah. So is guy who catches passes. I hear that Amir is playing great on the Chiefs practice squad. I hear he's been just turning heads. Okay. You know, Daz Newsom is on the, ch- I think, on the Chiefs now too. So looking at they've been battling it out. And they're going everywhere now. They don't miss Tyreek Hill though. Hey, uh, let's get to my grades, and then I want to uh, make Carm feel better about something. And we've got a uh, something special that Lawrence is going to put on the screen that I just sent to Lawrence that he's very excited about. Right now or after right. the grades? Because um, the grades require things going on the screen. I think, if, can we do it right now? Is that a potential? I mean, we could do that later. I don't th- we don't need to do that right now. It's not no, that special. It, I mean, like, I think it's, it's kind of special. It doesn't need to go right now hours, for sure, but I do think like, it's kind of special. It's kind of special. Yeah. Okay, we'll do it later. Okay, thank you very much. (laughs) All right, your blue chip players from the Dolphins game. This one's going to shock everybody. Quarterback Justin Fields. That's a shocker. Back-to-back weeks on this list. Tight end Cole Komet, I believe, making the list for the first time this season. Let me just double-check that. I think so. While you're doing that, I'm going to ask Nick a trivia question. Do you well, know that's actually f- a lie. He's been on there a couple times. How many field goals has Cairo Santos missed this year, Nick? Zero. Zero. Oh. We don't talk about that enough. That's Cairo why he's S- on there every week. He he's is one of the best kickers. He, in terms of kickers, he is a blue chip player. Dude is straight perfect. Way to go, Cairo. And he takes off a week, and we get the fill-in dude, and 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 he was great too. The fill-in, Michael Badgley. Badgley. Who is he on now? The and Money he, Badger. He uh, he made all of his field goals for. I forget what team he's on now, but this guy just Didn't goes. Did he go to the Colts afterwards? No. I thought it was the Jets. Wherever he goes, he makes field goals. Michael Badwell. Okay. Uh, your long-term starter category from this week. Colts. Bears. Darnell Mooney had a good game. Back-to-back good games for Riley Reef, in my opinion. I don't think I'd put Larry Bourne back in there. You can't argue. I mean, he's been playing good at the right tackle position. And Larry's been very inconsistent this season. So now, if I were a you know more adept offensive line guy, because I certainly don't claim to be one, I do wonder like run, run blocking Larry Bourne versus Riley Reef. Not sure, but in terms of pass blocking, I think Riley Reef's been pretty good. Seven Jenkins starting to be on that list a lot. You Nick tweeted a video that I uh, really enjoyed watching about a hundred times of. Jenkins pancaking yet another uh, linebacker. Yeah. I forget who it was. Who was it? Uh, good question. It was, it was forty-five on the. I yeah, want to say yeah. he. It was. It was. He is a violent dude. He is. I love having Tevin Jenkins. What's happened, to Tevin Jenkins this year? It's awesome. And the Riley Reef thing is super interesting, right? Do you put him out there knowing that he is going to be in a retirement home sooner than later, but he he gives Justin Fields more security, and you're in essence punting on Larry Borum, really? I mean, maybe you're not punting on him being a, a backup, but it's you're not. that's an active move to not develop a young player. Well, they're going to have some interesting decisions like that in the offseason because I think they're going to pump some money into that O-line. Yep. 
You so, know, do you look at somebody like Cody Whitehair, who's one of your team captains? He's playing well, and do you say, you know, can we get better there? Thirteen, age. Captain Gunn. <laughs> you know, I, I I look at Braxton Jones and I go, yeah, he's had his moments where he gets bull rushed, but like you heard what Corey Wooten says comparing him to David Bakhtiari, I think he's having a pretty good year overall for a fifth round rookie. Mm-hmm. So it's a, there's some tough decisions. Personally, I think I would throw money into the center position. I would go, hey, who is the center I can go out and get right now? And just solidify this offensive line. I think Tevin Jenkins stays in that old line. Should we do a, just a detailed conversation on tomorrow's show of the, of the free agents, or is that too early? No, we can do that, but uh, we can take a little bit more prep, yeah. Yeah, I w- right, and we're not ready to do it right now. Well, at least I'm not. Seems like a comment that could have been saved for the post-show meeting, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> free agents, everybody? We don't, we don't have agents. a post-show meeting. Everybody just takes off, and I hang out and, like, and, and wonder about my life. That's what generally happens. All right, bottom uh, tier, guys, from this game. Just the D. Just put defensive ends on there. Oh, Dominique Robinson probably was in the conversation too. Kendall yeah. Vildor. Yeah, hurt. he was on there for four snaps. Yeah, he played bad. It got hurt and then left. A pass interference. Calling five kill. Yeah. Uh, and then Equinemius. I had a nice block on one of those plays, but Nicole Komet. He had the blocking, but he also yeah. dropped that last pass. Yeah, that was a bad one. So can't have that. <sighs> Good job. You see Roquan Smith last night. I, I actually did not, but I saw Twitter and apparently he had, he had some a, moments. He had like back to back good plays at one point, a third and one run stop. Mm-hmm. That's look. The reality is that's going to be a good fit for him. Oh yeah, it's like the perfect Going defense for him to be traded to. But I don't think I don't necessarily know that they're signing him. You've got Lamar to handle. Here's my prediction, and I don't. Yeah. I am not a Baltimore Ravens expert. There, there's no scenario in which they don't sign Lamar Jackson. Correct. The, oh, no. the question is, does it go? to a franchise tag situation. I just feel like they're going to figure that out. You give Lamar his money, you tag Roquan. But the tag on the Roquan's $18 million, so he's got a... He's got... This is an audition for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no doubt. I don't know. I mean, I think they looked at it like if he walks out the door, we get a third-round pick. What's it called? A compensatory pick. So, in essence, they're like, we get him for nine games, we get the opportunity to try to sign him, we might tag him, and if not, worst case scenarios, we just we just got, you know, a, a pick around back. Worth, yeah. worth a, a spend. A year later, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. so. Um, a lot of people were asking me about Roquan Smith's statement yesterday and how he mentioned Ryan Pace but didn't mention Ryan Poles. That's exactly what he should have done. Yeah, I, I mean – I, I think the main question was, is this a shot at Poles that he put Pace's name in there? Because you could have done the statement. I wasn't expecting him to thank Ryan Poles by any means. Yeah, no. But it was interesting that he put Pace's name in Well, there. Pace drafted him. Yeah, no, I, I, I get mean, it. I, I, in, in, uh, yeah, there was, I didn't have a problem with the statement. Yeah. He, he has nothing to thank Ryan Poles for. He, look, he conducted himself in a fine manner uh, when he was wearing a Chicago Bear jersey, minus a couple of incidents that were a little bizarre, but ended up not being, I guess, that big of a deal. Yeah, right. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think he handled the trade request. No, he didn't. He no. didn't. He. I think if he could rewind back and how he went about his business in the off season, he would do it differently. I would think. Yep. Maybe not today differently. Like if you asked him, but in ten years from now, when he looks back on it, I would think he's going to say he would have done that a little different. But no one's perfect. You were trying to represent yourself and didn't quite work out. Didn't, didn't the way you wanted. No, no, no. All right, I want to make you feel better about something. Okay. And then you seem extremely on edge about Justin Fields getting hurt. So we were talking about this before the show, just to give a little context if, before you do this. And but you've also mentioned it on the show many times, okay. too. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, every, I'm, you know, 
everyone's saying we've got our quarterback, we've got our quarterback, and I sit there, I'm smiling, and I'm like, we do, we do, we do, he's awesome. And then there's like a part of me that's like, please don't get hurt, please don't get hurt, please don't get hurt. And where's that part of you? It's like over here. It's like right. It's it's need deep. to rub the next Evo cream on that spot. Yeah, I, yeah. I do. I need some. I do. I need some little Evo cream right here to massage my yes so yes i have that thought i it, it's but go ahead please uh, make me feel better well look first of all no, we're, we're just good your, your fear of fields getting hurt i think is probably shared by every team in the nfl about their quarterback getting hurt yes like it, it quarterbacks do get hurt josh allen threw a pass the other night in which they're looking at his ucl in his arm like and i see that and i like want to have a heart attack because I'm like, no, don't be hurt, Josh Allen. And I don't understand why quarterbacks actually don't have more like Tommy John situations to begin with. They throw a lot of football. They do throw a lot of really football. Really hard. Um, not you know, but like yeah. the point is, quarterbacks get hurt. They have the ball in their hands more than any other player on the field. There are 11 guys on the other team trying to kill them, and sometimes they get hurt. Okay, so but so I understand that fear. Where I want to get fans understand though the recent running of Justin Fields in my opinion does not increase his chances of getting hurt in fact I think it has decreased his chances of getting hurt raise the roof because and, and all I think all you have to do is look at the film when he was sitting in the pocket in Minnesota and in that game against Washington and he's just getting pounded and taking shot after shot. I still cannot believe that he got, got out of that commander's game healthy. I mean, he's holding his ribs. He's holding his, his knee bent weird at one point. Like, there's all, all this stuff going on. And so, to me, the design runs are actually keeping him away from defenders more because he's so damn fast and so damn elusive. And if you do it in the right context the right situations the right scheme and he does a good job of protecting himself I think he's actually getting out of harm's way more and I think the film has backed that up in recent weeks I'll say this too when he does get downfield the defenders get a little smaller than they would if you're in the pocket True. too so you're not getting hit by the defensive lineman that he wasn't in the Washington game but now he's maybe on the edge with a, a corner a safety and if you are going to take a hit and Fields only, what, took five hits in that game against the Dolphins. And that's ob and obviously ran a lot more than that. So if you do keep using the design runs strategically, you can't always do it, obviously, but the further he gets downfield, the less likely for, again, those defenders to really put a punishing blow on him because it's not coming from the biggest guys anymore. So that is, that's also a plus with Fields, his ability to escape, and who, again, he's facing when he gets further downfield. I am not here to argue on anything you're saying. Like, I it, it does. He is 235 pounds, and in most cases down the field, I will take him in a physical matchup basically with any DB and or corner. Uh, and I also think, and you get on him for his, his sliding technique, but I think he has been more decisive when he slides as of late that just gives you also further confidence that he's – very much in control. Even the even the uh, the sixty one yard run. Why do you both have your hands up? <laughs> What's going on? I, don't, <laughs> I just saw Adam do it. I, I, I just wanted to point out because I was looking for this. I was just gonna say, just, even in the sixty one yard run, he was about to throw the ball to Mooney, and then Mooney made a cut that he wasn't expecting, and right in that moment, he tucked it. Was just shows how in control of the moment that he is right now. It's it was enormously impressive. What do you got? Okay, so um, if we draw the dividing line at the mini-buy, right? So starting with the Patriots game. All right, so before that point, the first six games of the season, he got sacked five times against Houston. Three additional hits in that game. He was sacked six times against the Giants. Five additional hits in that game. Uh, Minnesota, it was better. He only got sacked twice, took one more hit. The Washington game sacked five times, eight hits. That was the game he just took a pounding. Um, 
Now, mini buy. Four sacks against New England, four sacks against Dallas in both of those games. But the hits went down to, you got hit twice, hit once against the Cowboys, hit once against the Dolphins, and was sacked one other additional time. The other sack, he ran out of bounds. Technically counts as a sack, but he didn't take a hit on that. Listen, Lamar is doing it and doing it again, and he led the NFL in rushing at 1,206 yards, the most ever. Fields is on pace for 1,137 yards. Yeah. I'm just – the point is he's actually getting hit less. I I got – If you count the amount of times he actually gets, like, more than tackled, there are – tackling – if you're not taking a legitimate hit, it's okay. Everybody can survive that. I thought he got hit. I thought he had two legitimate hits in that game. One was when that inside run he had. Yeah. Kind of between the tackles. Didn't really like that one. Um, that's a little bit harder to avoid a legitimate hit when you're running that way. Designed to. Yep. Designed to. Um, so that I put a little bit more on the scheme. And then the other one was when he got slammed to the ground on the sack, which, but that's going to happen regardless. Like, and, th- and that was quarterback. In, that was in the pocket. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna. So I just I think this shows that he's actually when another way to very uh, unscientifically measure this is just what does he feel like when he goes home at night, right? I guarantee you he has felt better physically the last three weeks Mm -hmm. than he was than he did after the Washington game. No doubt, without a doubt, yeah, a hundred percent. The Washington. I mean, we were sitting there watching the Washington. He's he's going to get killed. Yeah. Oh, I came out of that game like there's no way he finishes the season. Right. Yeah. I wasn't same. even convinced he was going to play in New England. Yep. He took a beat down. No, it's it 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 is one thousand percent better. I'm not arguing with the style. I think they should actually play. He absolutely should be playing like this. Whoever put in the chat that's moved along that I think that he should be put in bubble wrap. No, I abs- I don't. I think I think that they what the Bears are doing is exactly what they should be doing, and. I'm just saying that I need to get comfortable with the fact that we have a quarterback whose best skill is his legs, and there's always there is going to be, even though logically, if you really break it down, it's actually probably better that he's not. It's still something that I, you know, I I have to get comfortable with in my own world that, you know, what it's fine. This is how he plays, and he's he has no less chance or no more chance of getting hurt than anybody else who's playing the position. So that's cool. Thank you. I'll remind myself of that. Often, because it would just absolutely the the only thing that would bother me the rest of the way this season, winning all the games, losing all the games, anybody else getting hurt on the field. The only thing I care about is that that dude stays healthy. That's good. I mean, can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Joe here with a super chat four ninety nine. Justin Fields scored the highest on the NFL pre draft aptitude test ever. With his athleticism and IQ, there's no ceiling. He, I don't remember that. Is that true? I don't know. Joe says it's true. If so, Joe yeah. says it's true, it's true. He well, listen. He, he is very, very grounded, easy to talk to, hardworking, smart. All of it. I mean, there's, there's really like, what's not to like about Justin Fields? You know what I just like? Such a good, like, just feels like the, like the best citizen of all time. He's clearly coachable, and he is oh. speeding up. Like, he is getting to the top of his drop, and he's going, I'm either ripping this or I'm running. And I think that's where is specifically where the running has helped him as a quarterback throwing because it is allowing him to listen to his feet faster, which is, okay, I'm at the top of my drop. This is as far as I go. Is someone open? No. Bam. I'm out. And that's okay, and that's a di- that's a different than climbing the pocket. There's still some times where I th- I think he can do that, but it is it he he's just he's getting so much better at that over the recent weeks. And Adam, you had like a good tweet earlier about you know Justin Fields when he reads that defender and he surfs right mm-hmm. where again horizontal to play both the quarterback and running back, but now he's taking that that yeah. edge because he has a speed too. He understands that he has that again limiting those hits too, but he's getting towards the sideline so. You're seeing just, again, just what Just Fields is able to do mentally because he knows he's capable of it. He has the, the physical ability to get to the edge, but it's all coming together a little bit more. And to go back to whoever said about the, the aptitude test, Just Fields did have the highest ever There you go. Test. Wow. 
that's not surprising and awesome. Hey, I need to tell you about ComEd. Their energy efficiency program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage every, uh, excuse me, manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Uh, If you're interested, customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device. Track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor, outdoor lighting, and networked lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. Visit comed.com poweringbiz now to start saving money and energy to start a project contact comment at 1-855-433-2700 for more information email business ee at comed.com or public sector ee at comed.com save money save the world love it comed hey uh team chicago everybody you're, uh, I mean, clearly you're getting the best coverage ever. I mean, look at what's going on in the show. Have you ever seen anything better? Uh, but so it's also time to get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Do it with our friends at FOCO, F-O-C-O. They've got you covered all across the city. Hoodies, slippers, signs, Greg Braggs, bobbleheads, everything in between. They've got you, FOCO. Wait, you could buy uh, Greg Braggs on FOCO? Well, he's the, the he's the sign guy. Oh, he, you could buy a sign. I yes. yeah, I thought yeah. you could buy Greg Bragg's on phone. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's yeah, <laughs> you you might be able to. I mean, Bragg's is probably open to being sold by Foco. Uh, the perfect gift for the football fan in your life, or any other sport for that matter. Foco's got you covered. Uh, check out foco dot com, or you can click the link in the description below for all non presale items. Uh, use that promo code CHGO, and you get yourself 10% off. You know, once you get all the apparel there at FOCO, you might as well just add some sunglasses to the whole entire outfit there. And the, bet, the best place to do so is at Shady Rays. They have premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles care to everyone in every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays They have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Drop them in a lake, throw them off a cliff, lose them at the CHGO Bears tailgate on Sunday. I left my gloves there. See? See, things happen. (laughs) They'll replace them. Shady Shady Rays will not be replacing your gloves. No, your gloves are gone. I'm sorry. Um, And even with a strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you holding – in your hand or on, on your face, obviously, it just seems as good as an expensive pair that I've ever worn. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free, and get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. In case you're interested, the Bears are 750 to 1 to win the uh, Super Bowl. It's not bad odds. Let's go. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey uh, can I just ask you a quick question, Adam? Uh, how many games have you coached now on the high school level? Uh, how many games? I, Roughly. Uh, Two seasons? Three seasons? Three seasons. Three seasons. So One was shortened because of COVID. So what is that, nine games a season yeah. roughly? Nine. So 25 games, call it? Sure. 25 games. Yeah, sure. Weren't you more qualified than Jeff Saturday to be the head coach <laughs> of the Indianapolis Colts? No. You sure? I, I, it is factually accurate that I have more coaching experience than Jeff Saturday. I'm just... Um, I would probably say that an all-pro center who played he, he, he 12 probably. years for the organization he was hired to coach is still uh, more qualified than him. Yes. But I get your point, yeah. Yeah, I just think it's kind of... Uh, an interesting one down there in good old Indy, over there in Indy. Is it down or is it over? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, 
I mean, 13 seasons, five Pro Bowls. Yes, you don't have any of that on your resume. So I'm sure he does know more about football than you. But, you know, that's, there's, there's more to football than just playing football. I don't know. I would have probably, gone Hogue over Saturday myself. That's all I'm saying. Okay. It's, I, I don't mean, know guys, I don't know how they're, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they're doing that, though, in Indy, where you're just getting someone from ESPN. You run the football team. There's so much that, like, head coaches have to do on a daily basis. Like, Eberflus is still learning the things that he has to do. That's, that's nuts, Look, though. First of all, what went down in Indy yesterday was bizarre. Okay, if you're going to go, if you're going to go that route, uh, like, essentially what they did was what I wanted the White Sox to do with Ozzie Guillen this year, right? Midway through just, the season. Just, just make the move. Like, like, but the difference is baseball is a completely different sport, and Ozzie has been sitting there watching every single um, game. And Although apparently Jeff Saturday has been consulting for the Colts, so he probably does have intimate knowledge of the personnel and everything going on he's there and probably has some ideas. He's got an intimate friendship with Jim Irsay, that's for well, sure. And that's the thing. Yeah. Hopefully, you know. The problem was, one, if you were really excited about that hire, you would not have held the press conference in the middle of the Monday Night Football game. Who, who's holding press conferences? It's 8 o'clock. At, it was like 8.30 in Seems Indy. Late. That is weird. 8.30 at night in Indy. Uh, two, Ursay went off the rails with some of that stuff. Like, he's just firing shots at the media for no reason. In the middle of that press conference, like it was, well, he was under attack and he was fighting. He was he was lashing back. Sure, but it was. Uh, it reminded me a little bit different circumstances, but in terms of how poorly press conferences go, the uh, George McCaskey Ted Phillips presser from a couple years ago. Guys, you know uh, John Fox is on that Colts uh, staff that was, there too. That was, that was good. Senior defensive assistant. That's they good. had some. They had Gus Bradley. Like he had coaching experience too, but. You know, go with good old Jeff Saturday. Can we, uh, yeah, no, that was. I would have gone Gus Bradley over John Fox. <laughs> Can we give uh, Creative Anthony um, some some love here? And, I, I mean, I think this was one of the bigger moments in the history of the show. Uh, as yesterday on Twitter, our, our at Creative Anthony came up with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look at that. That was a picture from the tailgate, and now we're your. Who are you? You're Timberlake, Hogue. Oh yeah, always. And who's Nick? I mean, just look at that dude. Is that not? I mean, this is just like a picturesque photo. Like Bragg's even looks good. <laughs> Bragg's looks great, doesn't he? What are you doing though? Yeah, it's Carm's the problem. <laughs> I'm the weird one that was doing. I think uh, someone called you the weird drummer. Yes. Some. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. a compliment. I, I'll take it. I was doing a yoga pose. What's that pose where you're you're over you're on one leg? No, <sighs> no. I kept on looking for it. Downward dog. But the best part is not the not downward dog. It's not scorpion. It's not scorpion. It's not. It's not tree. It's Swan. not. It's not. It's not. Uh, Anthony's detail at the bottom featuring oh, yeah. hits. Fields is tearing up hearts. After dark. Carm's notes. Moriano minute. I thought I didn't even notice that. The hit singles, yeah. yeah the hit singles, yeah. That's, that's upper level. Look at this. Uh, yeah, great work from Anthony. Anthony, we'd love you, man. That was. Some I told him you're hired. That's what yeah, I said. Yeah, which read uh, you. I mean, Dewitt looks incredible. Moriano looks like uh, the poster child. Hogue with. The, I mean, it looked great. Smile for Hogue. Weird calm and, and amazing brags. I mean, we could. I mean, Briggs was walking around in his bricklayer sweatshirt. Like, how did he come out of that picture looking like the? He he he, he looks like cleanly groomed and smiley, and it's the it's just, just the Braggs effect. It it, it underlines very the, photogenic Braggs. Yeah, yeah, just a friendly Braggs. Kevin said you're manager. the we you're the weird band manager. I'm definitely not normal. Whatever you want, <laughs> wherever, you, wherever you want to put it, that is. <laughs> I look confused and awkward and uh, not good. That's awesome. But it's a great ski hat. Uh, I love that was a that was a fun one. All right. Uh, any other final thoughts, boys? Before we get out of here. Uh, let's see. Final thoughts. Just fields. Bears. Do we, I feel like we didn't hit something today that I wanted to get to, but that's okay. 
There's always tomorrow. Fields and more fields. Fields of dreams. Let's go. Uh, oh, I guess final thought tonight is it's you know as I uh, as I won the regular season. Um, although there's some controversy around that right now that I don't want to get into. Tonight is the opening night of the tennis playoffs. So who, what was the game you had the other night? The match. That's that's a different was it league. An exhibition. D- different league. That's that that was oh, different. D- that was the actually official USTA. Um, so yeah, you're right, Gary. I was thinking about my. I tennis. wrote in Carm for mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I do that gig, although I don't. I, we, we are efforting Lori Lightfoot on the show. I will continue to do that. Um, yeah, so so I, I I've got uh, I've got someone tonight. I forget who I have. Joel, I've got Joel. Joel, Joel. big matchup with Joel. Joel. Nine o'clock. I like Let's Joel's go. chances because you couldn't even think of who you were playing. I'm two and zero against Joel, but uh, I am feeling a little Ooh. bit nervous about this one. I could beat someone three times. Yeah, let's you know so. So big matchup tonight, and I'll see you tomorrow. All right, make sure you're following Karma on Twitter at the Karma. <laughs> I'm sure he'll tell you how it went, uh, post game, post match, whatever you call it. Yeah, we'll do. Okay, we'll do some video tonight. Just keep your ligaments intact. For the, for the three people keep that are out there, Gary, I got you. All right, uh, follow CHGO underscore Bears underscore Sports. Got a lot more coming up for you every single day here on CHGO. Bears, Cubs, Bulls, Sox, Hawks. Fire, Sky, Red Stars, Cats, big win over Chicago State. Bats. Bats. <laughs> After Dark. After, After dark. dark. Got it all. The CHGO, the Chicago Sports Podcast. It's very loud There's in a here. A lot, lot of things going on. Cubs show's already ready to go. Might as well just superimpose them right into it. A- We're out of here. We'll talk to you tomorrow at noon.